Hey guys, it is Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Congratulations for you folks for that's when graduating, either from high school or from college or grad school or law school or medical school. Well, you know what? They'll be looking for a job soon. If they're looking for a job, they got to look the part. So swing on by Leon Tailoring. they got a great, great line of clothing for your younger folks. And not necessarily something tailor-made, but also something custom-made. A wide variety of shirts, blouses, skirts, towels, you name it. Not towels, exactly. But you know what I'm talking about. So swing on by Leon Tailoring. They'll take care of you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Well, the race for the Indiana House just got a little bit more interesting. Longtime Democratic Party activist and Seymour resident Trish Whitcomb announced recently that she is entering the race for state representative in Indiana House District 69. That is part of Jackson County as well as Scott Jennings in Washington. It also uh, makes it even more interesting that she would be running against, if she gets the nomination, uh, Jim Lucas, who's been a controversial Republican figure in the Indiana General Assembly. So, Trish, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you. You too, Abdul. I miss seeing you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, hopefully we'll see each other a little bit more over the course of the next year or some change. So let me ask you, uh, why run for public office? Number one, I love this part of Indiana. I, and a lot of my work that I had with the Department of Education and, you know, I was uh, in an investment banking where we provided bond and underwriting for public projects. I got to come down here a lot and I thought, you know what, I'm going to move back to Seymour and I'm going to plant my feet right there. And um, then when I saw what happened with Representative Lucas, I thought this district deserves better and I can deliver better. So that's why I got in the race. Now, I want to say uh, you've been involved in dozens of campaigns over the years, including uh, Glenda Richmond, she won superintendent of public construction back in 2012, if my memory serves me correctly. Correct. Um, so, uh, obviously, Indiana is a, is a, is a red-leading state, to say the least, although Democrats have won. Glenda Ritz uh, won statewide. Joe Donnelly won uh, statewide. Uh, but for the most part, uh, Republicans pretty much run the state of Indiana, uh, so to speak, politically speaking. Uh, that district tends to lean Republican. What makes your chances different than any other Democrat in the past? Well, Abdul, I think part of the thing that will make it, it's still going to be a tough race. I will say that. It's still going to be a tough race. But I believe underneath the vote totals that we've seen in the last three elections, uh, there is a path to victory. And we are going to be spending a great deal of time and treasure on meeting with folks where they are and finding out the kinds of, of things that government can help them do and where they want it to get out of the way. So starting after Labor Day, I'll be having informal chats in coffee shops, um, arranging for different kinds of meetings with activities with nonprofit organizations and political organizations. And uh, we're going to be going after um, people who feel like they've been neglected. And, uh, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Form. Pardon? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. That's okay. No, no. I, I feel like we can show people we're going to walk the talk and we're going to show them how electing me uh, can make a difference in their lives. And I'm, I'm thinking about working with local elected officials and the leaders in the nonprofit sector and, of course, business to get the resources down here that our communities need. For example, I attended a 
Okra conference last week, and there is a... And just so folks know, Okra is the Office of Rural Development and Community Affairs. Thank you, Abdul. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, I I dipped into the uh, jargon there, which I'm not supposed to do, but um, they have a program for transitional housing for folks who are in recovery from substance abuse. And I can't think of a place that might need that more than Scott County. And so that's the kind of uh, added value, I would say, I would bring to the job. I mean, if I am elected, I'm going to be a a full-time servant. And I am not trying to be the mayor of every town in this district. I am saying I'll help facilitate where I can to get resources down here so that young people can stay in these great communities and can be a vital part of our future. Our guest on the program today is Trish Whitcomb. She is a a Democratic candidate uh, for House District 69. That is uh, the eastern half of Jackson, parts of Bartholomew, Jennings, Scott, and Washington counties. Also, uh, she ran as a Democrat in the seat being held by Jim Lucas, uh, who's been on this program before and has had some, uh, done some controversial things uh, in the past. Uh, Trish, uh, let me ask you, uh, what, what would you say are the, big, the three big issues uh, facing folks down in your neck of the woods? Thanks for asking, because um, it all gets down to this quality of place and that we need more accessible and affordable child care and housing, and we need the kinds of jobs that will be attractive to people who have the higher level skills. We also need more support down here for to prevent substance abuse disorders and resources to support recovery. And we need better public health access, particularly in the prevention of maternal and infant mortality. It's All of these problems are front burner down here and they all need help uh one of the big questions uh i know uh, you have a lot of experience with education like i said you ran glenda ritz's campaign back in 2012 uh and beat tony bennett uh what about the issues of education uh teacher pay uh and some of the other uh, big education issues uh and the teacher shortage for that matter facing indiana um i'll tell you my focus will be on education accountability accountability for outcomes and accountability for the tax dollars that people uh, are putting into our educational system. Um, The whole thing about teacher pay and the kinds of resources that are available to our small rural schools down here are very much a concern to me. And so I feel like if we put a closer scrutiny on the accountability of taxpayer dollars going into public education, we would find ways to make sure that the equitable distribution of funding happens in all parts of the state, but particularly down here in southern Indiana. Um, I also want to say, uh, you you put out in your your press release, I thought this was interesting. Uh, You told supporters that uh, many of the issues in Indiana are a result of what you call limestone fever now i know what potomac fever is but what how would you how would you describe limestone fever limestone fever abdul this is a term i came up with when i was working in the state house because i could see that perfectly normal individuals would enter the state house made of indiana limestone and they would forget 
who their constituents who their constituents are they would automatically gravitate to other legislators or lobbyists or special interests that needed special laws to do special things and so that is like the number one thing about limestone fever it's that the elected officials forget who sent them there to do the people's job second thing of all on limestone fever <laughs> they forget that people have limits that you know a $20 medicaid copay may not sound like a lot for us but to somebody who's a struggling household or individual that could be the difference between food and medicine or even going to the doctor so and same way with voting same way with a lot of things i think that folks who have control of their own schedule and have the economic means to fill all their needs forget how life is for far too many people in indiana and that is part of limestone fever uh final question for you trish uh obviously uh, your opponent uh, if you get the nomination jim lucas has had some issues uh as of late uh do you plan to make those issues a campaign uh, issue you know, I was asked that before, and I'll tell you what. Um, my own son struggled with uh, alcohol and substance issues, and uh, he stepped back from what he was doing, and he got the professional help he needs, and uh, he came out better and stronger. And um, I hope that uh, that happens for Representative Lucas. I would be a hypocrite to criticize anybody who has a, a problem with alcohol or drug use. The, the issue is, does the person see that they do? And that's what makes the big difference. All right. Well, I guess the program today has been Trish Whitcomb. Uh, by the way, if her name sounds familiar, that's because she is the daughter of former Indiana Governor Edgar Whitcomb, uh, who served from 69 to 73. So, Trish, thank you very much for being with us. Uh, looking forward to talking to you again real soon, particularly once the campaign gets underway. Thank you so much, Abdul. Good talking to you. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.